0: Back to the Ghost Coat Magazine podcast. I'm your host Kifi. Today's episode features Eric Olson of Lord Dying. Lord Dying's brand new album, Mysterium Tremendum, is coming out on E1 Records, and it's a crazy concept record. Check it out, Eric from Lord Dying. Eric, how are you doing, man? Good, man. New era for Lord Dying. Let's just start right there. New album coming, new label. Since we've spoken last. New band members, concept record, a whole lot of life changes. Catch us up a little bit on what went into making this record and all these changes. Yeah, a lot has definitely happened. Uh, uh, We're on a new label now. We're working with uh, Swan, which they've been awesome.
1: record we we it together part by part and demoed everything like very meticulously uh, before even sending it to our new rhythm section which uh, brings me to uh, yeah Matt Price and, uh, and Chase Manhattan uh, Matt's on bass Chase playing drums uh, they both live in Los Angeles and, uh, Chris and I live in Portland so we write everything in Portland and then uh, uh, when it's ready to go we send it to them and they get their parts down uh, and we recorded it in LA so that worked out pretty well for them so uh, we had a few days of rehearsal, but we were very well prepared uh, yeah so it was it was a great process it's a lot different than we did before we kind of uh, blasted through everything before which was fun uh, really
0: I know that everybody is supposed to say our new records are best record ever, but I actually have been listening to the record and I think this is your best record ever. So I wanted you really... Yeah, man, it's 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 pretty sprawling, but I think it's really great, and I can't wait for people to dig it and hear it. But uh, I wanted to get your take on it. Obviously, a lot went into making this. It's a little, you know, it's got the same elements the band has always had, but there's definitely some advancement, some growth. And I wanted to kind of go there with you about, you know, just the writing and even the guitar stuff. It's it's pretty heavy, man. Well,
1: thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I guess. This is something we really what we wanted to do, and we always wanted to do a concept record. Uh, and we really just took it song by song. We, we, our goal was to kind of have, uh, let the music go with the narrative. Uh, so every song is slightly different. We, we did different things. We didn't want to be designed, uh, defined by any genre or the song, you know. So we just really took it part by part. If there was uh, a that needed clean shooting, that would be there. If there was person that needed uh, to be, you know, more death metal growl, then we did some of that, too. <laughs> uh, there's acoustic guitars, piano,
0: all sorts of stuff. Synth. And some person would synth, too. So, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, man, it's definitely got uh, all kinds of flavor. And uh, their heavy stuff is super heavy. There's some really incredible progressive rock moments, I'm going to say. That I really, like, tickle my prog rock funny bone, and, uh, I, which I really dig. And I think it's a great step for you guys, um, you know, really going to set you apart from, you know, all your peers. I know, the you know, the Portland scene is, you know, well-known. You came from there. You were in other bands that are sort of associated. But this is really different than anything you guys have done in a certain sense. Definitely,
1: yeah. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> Uh,
1: thing is something we always wanted to do too uh, so it was great to finally be able to do that like so many of our favorite concept records are progressive you know either progressive rock or progressive metal or whatever you know it's uh <laughs> it just always felt like an important step you know to make like a want to sell piece of art that was
0: uh more progressive <laughs> i guess <laughs> Right on. Even the album cover, man, is magical looking. It reminds me a lot of like the Roger Dean Yes albums of the 70s. It's just trippy. Outer space and pyramids and a sun and all kinds of weirdness, man. It's fabulous. Yeah,
1: thanks. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, uh, the original uh, plan was to see if we could
0: get Roger Dean to do it. Wow. We, uh, and we contacted him and he was into it, but he had... We, to get this finished uh, before December, so that's when we were kind of putting all the artwork together, and he had,
1: he had a winter uh, touring schedule, of, like going to festivals and signing stuff, so he was he wouldn't be able to have done it until uh, the spring, so it didn't work out. But, we're really psyched that we got Steve R. Dodd on board, because he's amazing too. Um, we really wanted to work with him, but we weren't sure if it would be possible, because we couldn't find his contact information anywhere, and uh, then... We found, we found a, uh, uh, it's like an Instagram page by a guy that uh, he, he just does like old pulp novels from the 70s, the 70s sci-fi art. He knew him except for the there was another problem. The guy doesn't have uh internet or uh or a phone. So he was able to put us in, in touch with his sister, he wrote him a letter <laughs> and he agreed to do it and we love
0: it. He painted uh he the cover, uh so the, the front kernels on the cover created gate pulled LP and then also the inside two panels too, so he get two paintings for us. That's that's an amazing story, man. Wow. Um, (laughs) uh, People take for granted that everybody's accessible and everybody's supposed to be on all the time. We talk about social media here. So uh, that's pretty incredible. Um, I definitely wanted to talk about the concept of the record because it is very—you he- know—it's not just musically heavy; it's personally heavy. Uh, you guys suffered a pretty tragic loss. Chris suffered a tragic loss that kind of guided the yeah. record. I mean, you know, envy the end—the end of experience severed forever. Even the darkness went away. Lacerated psyche. I mean, these tracks are immense, but they're also very moving. You know, death—the final loneliness. There's no mystery about those titles, even if they're a little flowery. <laughs> So I definitely <laughs> wanted to just talk about that. You know, obviously death is a thing like Elizabeth Kubler Ross. We all have to face it, but no one wants to, you know,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that was a big part of, uh, of the inspiration, you know, and the, for the record was the loss of uh, Chris's sister. And it happened when we were, uh, we were on tour in, in the UK, actually with, uh, we were on a tour with Cancer Bats and Insight and, uh, Palm Leader. And, uh, His sister died unexpectedly, and he had to fly home uh, to go to the funeral, and rather than cancel the tour, the guys uh, in, like, one member of each one of those bands learned learned a song or two of ours so that me and the drummer could still perform, (laughs) and we played, we finished the songs until Prince got back, and that was inspiring, too, you know, to be honest. uh, Everybody just kind of came together and wanted to make this happen, make sure that Chris could go home and be, part of, be with his family, you know, for a few days. And then, uh, and, you know, cause it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's especially hard to like deal with going through the grieving process when you're on the road. It's just, it's not, for a band on the road, it's really not like a normal plan. <laughs> you know. It's like, as far as processing things and, <laughs> I don't know, it, it's just different. Uh, it, it was good for him to be able to do that. And then After that, you know, we actually the first song we wrote for for this album was uh, Lacerated Psyche, which was uh, dedicated to to Amber, which
0: has uh, her in mind, absolutely. It's really sort of like a letter to her, you know? Sure, sure. Probably my favorite track on the record, that one, and uh, uh, for sure, Severed Forever. Um, So good. But uh, yeah, man, heavy stuff. And, you know, there's no, like you said, first of all, being on the road is insane and it's not normal. And then, of course, like there's no rule book for grieving a loved one or a family member or anything. It's there's just everybody takes it differently. And, uh, you know, we all have it's a thing. You know, we all kind of we deal with it, man. There's a lot of this subject matter in art and music. And I hope it was able to help you heal you and Chris and the guys heal a little bit uh, by making this music. And didn't make it worse. <laughs> Hopefully it didn't make it worse. No,
1: yeah, no, it's definitely a cathartic process for sure.
0: <laughs> awesome, man, awesome. Uh, again, super stoked that you guys landed on E1. Um, you know, no shame in, in any previous uh, labels or anything. E1's great. They have, you know, some like-minded bands. You got your Crowbars and your Zach Wild, uh, you know, and other kinds of bands. You got Ace Freely. So it's kind of if you play guitar and you love rock or heavy metal, it's a pretty great label to be on. Definitely. What attracted you guys to them uh, initially when you were looking for a new label home? Part of it was the, the, the heavy department, you know, like we knew we're, we're friends with Pro and IF
1: what kind of let us do it, um, and yeah, I don't know, I mean, it's, uh, they have a, they have a strong uh, degree of bands they put out, it's, it's interesting too, you know, they they put out like Ace Freely and uh, <laughs> like I think Snoop Dogg too, like it's, it's pretty wild, they've, they've got a <laughs> crazy uh, roster of
0: bands for sure. <laughs> right, they do they have rap, they have pop acts, they have movie soundtracks. I don't think people do realize that what a big label they are in addition to rock and E1 Heavy and stuff. They do have a lot of acts uh that are not yeah. but that's cool, man. It's good to have a sort of that kind of reach. And um, you know, we live in a weird, precarious era where there's still a lot of people who feel like labels are the enemy of creativity and art. But, you know, you also need a record label to get music into the hands of people unless you're Enormously wealthy, or have your own distro, or you know, can arrange all that stuff yourself, which is you know, takes away from the time of making music. So, labels still are important, they're not evil, yeah, not all of them, some of them, maybe. I don't know, <laughs> some of them. Um, but yeah, man, so uh, now you have uh, new blood in the band, and I wanted to ask, I know that you and Chris worked on this record for a long time. Did uh, did, you know, uh, Matt and Chase get to come in? I'm still tripping over Chase's name. I feel like these a walking advertisement, this guy, but, uh, I feel like Matt and Chase, did they get to come in and sort of contribute in addition to playing parts or they get to write a little bit? They, they contributed,
1: um, uh, you know, they definitely played all their parts. We didn't write their parts for them. Uh, but, uh, we, we wrote the majority of all the music, uh, before it was mostly ready to go, uh. However, oh, I would definitely say that uh, Pat, Pat. did some really interesting things in the studio that we didn't have planned that were just great, like uh, some some of like the cello sounding stuff he was doing with like a <laughs> the volume pedal with his bass. It's really cool. Um, that was unexpected. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I would definitely say that they, uh, you know, they contributed to the sound for sure. Uh, the goal is certainly to be as prepared as possible, though, but, uh, so most everything was was written, uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, they, they definitely contributed their parts, you know, we're, we're psyched it
0: turned out. That. I'm looking forward to catching you guys on the road. What do you have, uh, lined up for touring that you can talk about, uh, to promote this new album?
1: We'll be, uh, a US and Canadian tour, uh, coming, starting in May, in, in May June, and then, uh, it hasn't been announced yet, though, so uh, <laughs> uh, it will be announced soon. And then there's, there's some other stuff, too, coming up. Uh, we'll, we'll be back in Europe uh, October November. Uh, you know, there's going to be more U.S. tours, too, but as of right now, is the headline tour is what, we were, what we've been focusing on, so it'll be a pretty massive U.S. tour. Some dates as
0: well. Killer, man, killer. I always look forward to you guys live. You bring it, and uh, I can't wait to hear some of this new stuff pulled off with the old material as well. Uh, Mysterium Tremendum comes out in April. E1's the label. Eric from Lord Dying Man, thank you so much for hanging out with Ghost Cold today. Uh, really look forward to seeing you guys soon. Yeah, thanks, man. appreciate it. Take care, man. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also, check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally, check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.